What could a second Trump administration look like? That's a question Trump's allies are trying to answer as polls show a Trump return to the White House looking more plausible. I wouldn't say probable, but more plausible by the day. New reporting from The New York Times, Washington Post, Semaphore, Politico. They all zoom in on the efforts to shape what could be a Trump administration and how they could change big, big topics, big policy issues like abortion rights, immigration and the state of the federal workforce. I want to bring my panel back here now. Um, David Chalian, it is uh, it's fascinating to see some of these stories are sort of trial balloons uh, coming from Trump allies and maybe even from those who aren't really excited about uh, Trump even being the nominee, never, never mind being the president. So it's a could this happen from some corners? And it's warning this could happen from other corners. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of hiding the ball that's going on here. I mean, I, I really don't. I, I think this process is very much out in the open. There are interest groups that are allied with him who have de uh, dedicated their entire being right now mm -hmm. to developing these policies. And the last thing you mentioned in the intro, Dana, which I know is like the least sexy for everyone, the federal workforce. Mm -hmm. And just keep your eyes on this throughout. This is so the core of what the Trump team believes thwarted them from a, a whole host of their goals in the first administration and what they want to attack out of the gate to, to get rid of what they think are people entrenched in this bureaucracy who were human roadblocks to the things they wanted to accomplish. The reinvention of the federal workforce, again, I know it's not sexy, I think it's critical to what they're Well, for. it's what they call the deep state. Yeah. It's what they call the deep state. Now, never mind that it was a lot of Trump appointees who he picked didn't just they weren't just serving there because that's what they do who blocked him from doing things like uh, overthrowing an election but that's a very important point uh Kristen you uh I know talk to people in the in Trump world all the time and uh, you I'm sure you hear what I hear which is let's just take a breath and these are people who are making money and exist professionally uh to try to come up with these plans and policies for a potential second term. It doesn't necessarily mean that if he wins, that they're going to take um, take these policies and run with them. Well, it also means that Donald Trump doesn't like anyone taking credit for his ideas. Yeah. So as soon as those people started getting out there and saying they had plans for a 2025 agenda, he got out there and said, only I have plans for that. But there is something to be said here. I mean, AFPI is one of these groups, right? America First Policy Institute. It is filled with people that talk to Donald Trump almost on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. They're not coming at this cold with just their ideas and how to make money. They're having conversations. They're influencing the way he thinks. Project 2025 run by Heritage, same deal. We're talking about Russ Vaught, who is not, he's not technically part of Heritage, but he is falls under the 2025 umbrella. Talking to Trump on a regular basis, he is the architect, the mastermind behind this idea that you can move all of these government agencies underneath mm -hmm. the executive to give the executive this un uh, wielding number uh, amount of power. That's him. All of that, again, having regular conversations with Donald Trump. This isn't existing in a vacuum outside of him. The, all of this, to some degree, is an advantage to the Biden campaign because their whole argument is, let's remind you who mm -hmm. former President Donald Trump is, and these reports do exactly that. I mean, immigration, great example. He's calling for 
mass deportations, detention camps. As someone who has covered DHS, I can tell you it's all very difficult to do, having covered him the first time around. But that aside, never mind whether it's right or wrong. Never mind whether it's right or wrong. Right, right. Um, but the Biden campaign seizing on it right away, saying in a statement that this is racist, un-American, and ineffective. This is who he is, essentially, is what they're arguing. And then let us not forget on abortion rights, Vice President Kamala Harris is on a reproductive freedoms tour right now. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that country. up because this this was a bit baffling, but maybe it's not, and we can talk about the strategy here. Uh, the New York Times reports that he is considering a 16-week ban, national ban with exceptions. Donald Trump appears to be trying to satisfy social conservatives who want to further restrict abortion access and voters who want more modest limits. Then, after the Biden campaign uh, hit him on it, the Trump campaign, a spokesperson, according to our own Kate Sullivan, uh, that spokesperson is Caroline Levitt, told CNN the former president is not committed to backing a national abortion ban. In a statement in response to the Times report, she said Trump would sit down with both sides and negotiate a deal that everyone will be happy with, which is so easy on the issue of, of abortion. <laughs> Exactly. Well, and that's in terms of abortion, that's kind of where Trump, especially earlier on in the primary, recognized the political peril that taking a very conservative stance on abortion could have. Um, and I believe he I believe the New York Times reporting said 16 weeks was a nice number that he could just kind of wrap his head around, um, which is also another odd aspect in all of that. But I think just that statement from the campaign, just backing away from it, they know that that was a gift for the Biden campaign because mm -hmm. that's going to be one of the pillars that President Biden and Democrats on down will argue in the presidential campaign and also in down-ballot races as well. And I will say that Donald Trump does not privately and publicly want to get behind a national abortion Where did that win. come from then? It was a trial balloon of some sort. It was a trial balloon. A but a number of people that I spoke to, including someone who spoke to them right after this article came out, somebody who is very, very pro-life and was mm -hmm. thrilled to see this, see. was told by the former president that he doesn't have any plans to do that because politically it would harm him. So I also think Donald Trump says a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I think that he himself has probably floated this yeah. out there, seeing what it looks like. What does it look yeah. like to say 16, 12 weeks, 15 weeks? I've heard all of these numbers for the last year mm -hmm. in terms of private conversations Donald Trump has had. So he himself such is floating a, it, but such, he doesn't think it's a winning flow. Such important reporting in context, Kristen. Thank you. Okay, everybody.